0: Don't look back, the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the WVR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a great day today. Hope it had a great weekend as well. And uh, you know, this again, we said this on Friday. Friday's action, that's the way you want to go into a weekend. This action is the way you want to come out of a weekend. Monday is not everybody's favorite day, but this helps a little bit, doesn't it? If you're long in the market, this action, folks, is textbook. It's textbook. This is exactly what you want to see. And I mean exactly what you want to see. Very rarely is there a market setup where I would say you got to make sure the truck is backed up and it's loaded up. This is that setup. It's been since October. You're probably tired of hearing us say it. It's only because that was one of the, the best bottoms of my career. A true capitulation event on October 13th and all we've seen since then. Had been buy signal after buy signal after buy signal. We got more of them again today in the form of even more golden crosses. Here they come. They're piling up now, folks. The golden cross buy signals are piling up. We also had a confirmation that the bear market lows in place and the S and P five hundred today. We'll get into all that. It's good stuff, and I'm gonna tell you where I think the money to be made is in the next uh, thirty days. The next thirty to sixty days. You'll want to buy the dips. I don't know there'll be many. I don't know they're gonna be many. But when they happen, you wanna be ready, which the cash you got set aside, ready to buy the dips. Dow Jones today, up 254 points, up 70 to 1%. Believe it or not, that was our loser on the day. Our winner on the day was NASDAQ as far as major indexes up two percent, up a big 223 points. NASDAQ's been on an absolute tear, really, really leading. That's what you want to see. Tech leading. We're talking about tech. <clears throat> Let's keep talking about tech. Because what you want to see lead are the semiconductors. We're broken record on this. You know, um, if there's one group that's a tell for the market, it is the semiconductors. There's not a close second. It's, the semi, semiconductors hold spots one through five for the five most important tells of the market. That's how important this group is. How do they do today? Semiconductors, SMAs, the semi ETF up almost 5% today. These are rare days. These are very rare days. But again, we're very long in this group, as you know, and uh, our uh, semi-ETF today was up almost 16% in one day. So, <clears throat> this group's on fire. Semis are leading NASDAQ. NASDAQ leads the market. Is exactly textbook how it's supposed to happen. S&P 100 also had a big day today, up 1.2%, but that's not the big part. The big part, if you look at a chart, and we're going to focus on this tomorrow morning for our VRA subscribers, you look at a chart, uh, the S&P 500 has finally done something that it hasn't done since the bear market began. There's been a descending trend line. and I'm sure you've all seen it for the S&P 500, which is the most important, the largest, and most important equity index in the world. So, what happens here is very important. On six different occasions, from the birth of the bear market, that trend line that I'm talking about has been hit. And then it's failed. The breakout has failed every time. Today, hit the trend line, broke through the trend line. We want to see a little more space. We want to see the move higher continue. But folks, this looks like a very clear breakout to me. And again, as it comes in the the biggest and most important index on the planet, means everybody's watching it. If this trend line break holds, it's just, again, it's another confirmation that the bear market lows were in last October, and that everything has followed since then is the birth of a new bull market. I also rose 2000 a day, up 1.2%. Again, it's a good day all around uh, for our markets. Um, we saw the same thing, by the way, in the internals, but I'm going to first say that um, if January, we only have now after today six days of trading left in the month of January. And right now we're up, S&P 100 is up uh, 4.5%. Uh, after today, Nasdaq's up now eight and a half percent. After today, just in January so far, this is really this is textbook. Again, <laughs> it is textbook. But if January finishes higher for the S P one hundred, if the month of January finishes h- higher, it will complete what's called the bullish trifecta for by the for the stock traders almanac. Uh, this was uh, uh, found out by uh, some uh, analytics that was discovered by the the, the father of analytics on Wall Street, Yale Hirsch, uh, who's the founder of Stock Traders' Almanac. what he discovered was, on years that, the, uh, uh, J- that the, uh, the Santa Claus rally is positive, the first five trading days of J- January are positive, and the full month of January is positive. We're not there yet, of course. But should it happen, the bullish trifecta will be in place. And that, is, that means it's almost impossible, based on history, that the markets don't have a really good year. You know, 20% plus, okay? And so, and, and higher every time. So again, we're getting these analytics that are piling up that just say the data, the history tells you this market is ready to go. And what's so great about it is that everybody's still bearish. You know, I I, I don't really watch much TV anymore, but you watch these money managers. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been a good move, but we're not, we're, we're waiting for a pullback. <laughs> we're waiting for a pullback, waiting for a pullback. Well, that's what the science tells us here too. Well, look, we got the data based on uh, the uh, NAIM, which is the uh, uh, Active Money manager Survey that Bank of America does each month. Forty-two percent, forty-two percent of active money managers have no equity exposure at all. Now, this is a little dated, but not much. The last survey was thirty-six percent. So it's 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 it, it, uh, excuse me was. Uh, 48%. Now it's 42 So it just tells you active money managers are afraid, scared to death of this market. That's what you want to see. We also know that the AAI, Investor Sentiment Survey, has put up 41 straight weeks. 41 straight weeks with more bears than bulls. That's a record. And I've voted in this survey going back almost more than 30 years and to see that many people bear so the point is, this is when big bo- the biggest moves higher take place, right? The climbing the wall of worry. That's what bull markets do, and that is what's happening here. And again, this is a this is a back of the truck bull market. It's a big week though. We've got uh, you know everyone's waiting for the uh, Fed meeting next week. That's on uh, February uh, January thirty first at first. We'll get a quarter point rate hike. Uh, almost certainly that they shouldn't raise rates at all, but they kind of put themselves and put themselves into a corner. Now they have to because they've been talking such a big game about what uh, oh just they're so they're so determined. They're just so determined to keep hiking rates. Doesn't matter what the market does. Doesn't matter what the inflation does. We're just going to do it because we told you we're going to do it, and we're men and women of our word. Of course, they're not the people that work in the Federal Reserve. Maybe the biggest liars on the planet because they do one thing, print money. That's all they do is print money, cause inflation. It all comes from them. So it's really the ultimate in gaslighting when the Fed says they're worried about inflation. It's the ultimate in gaslighting, isn't it? J-PAL, of course they all know this. There's no way they can't know this. But anyway, that's everyone's waiting for that meeting. we are also got a lot of things in the economic calendar. This week we're going to find fourth fourth, quarter Fourth quarter GDP on Thursday, a durable goods report on Thursday, and then Friday we get consumer sentiment and uh, uh, some of the Fed's uh, inflation data, the personal compute uh, consumption data, and uh, the preferred their preferred inflation measure called the PCE deflator. Uh, it does all. The, all really means, folks, is the Fed's pivoting. There's no question about it. The Fed is pivoting. It was a, a key article over the weekend in the Wall Street Journal by Nick Tamirio's at the Wall Street Journal. Again, they call him the Fed Whisperer uh, because he's the mouthpiece for the Fed now. Somebody there leaked info to him, and this, they always had their one, you know, uh, mainstream media talking head in the financials area, you know, and this is that guy now. And he read, wrote a piece of the weekend and said, yeah, you know, it's coming. The pivot's coming. The pivot's coming. So it's coming. We'll are gonna, we're gonna, we'll learn that officially pretty soon. But, of course, the bond market's been telling you that since last October. stock market's been telling you that since last October. The U.S. dollar has been telling you that since last October. So again, the market, the Fed never leads; they always follow. They never lead; they always follow, and they certainly are in this case. Um, so this has been really our bull market forecast since last October. Uh, we're buying the dips. The data says you have to do that, and we got a big move ahead of us. This is that year, kind of a sweet spot in the presidential cycle. Uh, this 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 year, on average, is up better than twenty twenty five percent historically. And it's up 100% of the time since 1950. So again, the data is as compelling as I've seen in my career. Uh, and it, this this market looks very, very good. Also, a lot of other things happening here, too. You know, China reopening. Uh, China's stock market has been on absolute tear. Their tech stocks are really, really hot. I think that play is going to continue. Love precious metals and miners. As I mentioned earlier, we got some more golden crosses today. We got gold and GDX had golden crosses last week. The 50-day cross and the 200-day. And today, we got golden cross in the semiconductors. Again, they're up 5% today. On the Golden Cross buy signal in the semis, 50 day crossing, 200 day. IWM gives a Golden Cross buy signal on Thursday, Thursday Friday of last week. Uh, again, another big buy signal was Tyler reminded me. The financials, Golden Cross buy signal now. So they're starting to pile up now, which is what happens. This is what happens at the birth of a new bull market. It's just, it's one of the offspring, if you will, of the birth of a new bull market or Golden Cross buy signals. And when they happen, they pile up on top of each other. And they create a lot of forward upward momentum. And the reason they do that is because there's so many people watching them. Number one, they work, okay? It tells you the trends are changing. It tells you the, the the faster moving average is crossing over the slower moving average. This brings in fresh buyers, naturally speaking, technically speaking. And then again, of course, because so many people like me, like Tyler like uh, technicians, follow these golden crosses. And so when they about to happen, they load up on both the stock and the options, knowing that historically, these are very high probability buy signals. And again, they're happening left and right. By the way, in about two days, we're going to get a golden cross buy signal in the S&P 500. Again, as I said, they're piling up. Uh, what else today? I'm into China. Again, these are all textbook moves here. Uh, Tesla's looking fantastic. We have a lot of, I know a lot of VRA subscribers that own Tesla. Of course, I've owned it for, for a very long time. Now cost adjusted down about $19 a share. Tesla chart pattern looks fantastic. I think a lot, Tesla is the second most heavily shorted stock on the planet. Number one, Apple. Tesla looks like a big squeeze is going to happen here. Stock was up 8.5% today at, to 145 And I think if it can break 155, then we're really off to the races. So a lot of people watching the next $10. Tesla reports earnings on Thursday. Microsoft tomorrow. Intel, we got a lot of big tech companies now starting to report. About 80 SV100 companies reporting this week. So the fourth quarter earnings momentum picking up speed. Definitely been a slowdown in earnings. Without a question, we're seeing about 2% to 2.5% decline in earnings. Uh, Revenue's still been pretty strong, but uh, it is happening. Look, when the Fed hikes rates seven straight times, they go from 0% to 4.5% on the Fed funds rate in very short order. No one should be surprised. This is what they wanted to do. They wanted to slow the economy down. And people are acting like, oh, we told you, it's a recession, it's coming. No, well, guess what? This is what they told you they were going to do. You know, if they hadn't done this, we'd have higher inflation for an extended period of time, and we'd have better earnings. Uh, Again, let's just remember, the Fed caused all of this. they never get an out, okay? But in this case, they did say this is why they're raising rates, to slow inflation and to slow growth down, which is what we're seeing now in these earnings reports. Just remember, it's all interconnected, and no, it's not a big deal. It's just not a big deal. uh, Tyler and I just had this conversation. We are looking at what might be a near perfect reset from a red hot market to one that gets the air taken out of it. Right? We have a bull bear market. They happen. They're healthy, and then we reset everything. Look at what happened to rates. Right? We went from zero to four and a half percent like that. Well, now it's all resetting. Now they're falling again. It's it's it's. Gotta tell you, if I were designing this thing, I would have done it about like this. I would have done it just about like this exactly. Uh, but what I think it tells us is we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, run room ahead of us. You know, there's a big runway ahead of us that we can make some money in this market certainly for this year. As you know, our view is we have a big big move higher coming on five mega trends. We laid this out in, the, in our book. The the uh, uh, <laughs> what's the name of our book? Tyler, where are you, son? What's the name of our book? The Big Bride. My God. It's, it's a Monday. What can I say? Big Bride. We laid it out for you. Go get it at bigbridebook.com or on Amazon. And we tell you the five megatrends that we t- think are going to take the Dow Jones to 100,000 uh, by 2030. Uh, it's going to be, this is the roaring 20s. We, we are in the roaring 20s, just not the 1920s, the 2020s. How about that? Uh, what else today? All right, let's take a look under the hood. Internals today, very good. Uh, Pretty much what you expect to see in a day like this. Uh, We had, um, uh, we're going to call it uh, 3 to 1. Advanced decline for NYSE, very solid. NASDAQ right at 2 to 1. Again, very solid. NASDAQ's been on a serious tear. NASDAQ, upside volume today was 84%. You don't get a whole lot of days in NASDAQ that are higher than that. It's a very good day. All these communication services stocks getting red hot again. Netflix kicked it off. You know, Matt, Google, they're all getting hot again. Again, it's a reset. We've had a reset. These are good buys. Tesla, of course, as well. Um, What else? Uh, NYSE today, uh, 3 to 1, positive in volume. That's 74% up volume today. Again, solid there as well. Our new 52 highs to lows came in at 212 to 43. That was a nice beat as well. And our sector watch today, 10 of 11 sections higher. Energy was down just fractionally, though. Uh, Technology led the way. The upside, again, what you want to see, up 2.3%. Communication services up 1.8%. That's really tech as well. Uh, Consumer discretionary up 1.6%. Again, good day all across the board. What else here? Oh, commodities. Uh, You know, I think this group got so hot, okay? We've talked about it here. Gold, not silver. Silver has been going sideways now for about a month and a half. After first leading the way higher, which is kind of the way it happens, then gold and the miners got hot, and now they've kind of redlined because they're extreme overbought on steroids. That's just where they are on our VRA investing system. Now, that's not a reason to sell. That's the, We don't sell for that reason, not when a new major new bull market's underway that's going to last years. And that's what we're talking about the, in miners and, and precious metals. But we pause our buying. We just take a little bit of a pause. Again, we don't think it's going to last long. Um, I, based on my reading of the charts in our system, I would expect by the end of this week, uh, gold and silver and the miners are going to be ramping higher. I think it's, a, I think we're in the stage of a parabolic move higher here. And because the markets, they, they see, you know, they're a great discounting mechanism. They know what's going on. What's going on? The feds about to stop raising rates. The feds about to start cutting rates by the end of the year. And guess what? Then everybody's talking about more quantitative easing. Cause you know it's coming. It's, again, that's all they know how to do. Ask Japan. They've been doing this since nineteen. Was it? Well, really, since the early two thousands. But uh, yeah, they they were the they were the father of uh, of uh, uh, modern monetary theory and quantitative easing and all these funny money printing games. All started in Japan. but uh, so that's the world's addicted to it now. That's just the way it works. Uh, love, it or, love it or hate it. That's the way. Until it all blows up, and I don't know, we end the Fed which uh, has to happen one of these days. This is, this is, this is our system, and uh, it is what we have. It is what it is. Gold today, up a quarter of an ounce, up $4 an ounce. That's a 19.32. Silver, down 38. At one point, silver's down 5%. It finished down 1.6% at 23.54 an ounce. I don't really know why, I tell you the truth. Uh, copper, uh, I think it's probably a great buy today, by the way. Copper, uh, we just bought some last week. Copper. Uh, up, just up fractionally today, at 4:25 uh, a pound uh, crude oil, also flat today at 8169. and finally in the day, uh, Bitcoin. Again, the, the move continues. Risk on, right? It's a risk on class. dollars 539 at 22,986. All right folks, that's it for the today. Hope you have a great day and even better night. We'll look forward to seeing you back here again tomorrow after the close.